You're really hammering it in there. You are. I just, <laughs> what is? What are you doing there? It's, it's going with the hammer. That is going deep. This is your first time staking a tent? <laughs> <laughs> what is that a rubber mallet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. You know me. I've only put up a tent once, maybe twice, <laughs> ever. Once or twice only ever. Yeah. Dozens so. and dozens of tent pitchings yeah. have I done. And so now you, you know how to do it. So when I mime it, <laughs> you know I'm not doing it properly. <laughs> when you mime it, it looked like you were patting a young boy on the head. <laughs> when, you were, when you said steak in a tent, yeah, it looked yeah. like you were just like, how, how you doing, Rusty? <laughs> I was doing like the Benny Hill. But like gently... <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> and that is not how I stake a tent, my brother. Okay. <laughs> you do it forcefully. That's right. You got to get that thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want your tent blowing You're really, over. really pounding it down. <laughs> that is, it's almost unmerciful. <laughs> you got to really get it in there. You know, you don't want that thing coming out. Yeah, you don't want it blowing over in the middle That's, of the night. No, you don't. In your underwear, chasing your tent down the road. Because <laughs> it's blowing away on you. Like well, a sail. If you, if you were in it, presumably it wouldn't blow. Oh, away on oh, that's true. But it would collapse on you. That's true. And you'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I can't sleep like this." <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Suffocating. Yeah. Yourself. Be, that's right. It's not great. And you'd be more susceptible to bear attack, probably. Which is a huge concern. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Because we all live in the edge. <laughs> 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 you never know they just come out of nowhere and they rip your rip your legs off they just do they just come out and they pull your arms out they'll do it just and once they get the taste of human flesh forget about it that's it they will pursue you for two hours or more over hundreds of miles <laughs> non-stop yeah yeah it's true right. deadfall <laughs> that's right that's what you need deadfall that's right it's the only way to handle it that's it yeah well welcome everyone <laughs> to this glenn gary glenn ross infinite the glenn gary glenn ross infinite podcast your source for staking in tents properly <laughs> a better way to hammer it in deeper <laughs> <laughs> you remember when i was in dracula m many years ago you used to help me run lines boy do i yeah and one one of my favorite lines was uh at the end when Harker is staking Dracula and he says, let me drive it in deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bend over, Dracula. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, that's just... That happened. Why'd they do that? What? Why would you write that? <laughs> Stoker. Bram Stoker. Bram. Bram. Bro. Bro. Bram's gonna be Bram. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? You can't, you do can't stop him. No. You, you can, can only hope to contain him. <laughs> <laughs> Bram's going to be Bram. That's right. It's, that's Stoker. No, no, he is just stoking, just, just a stoker. stoking the flames of <laughs> homoerotica. It's true. The early 1900s. It's true. Yeah. You got to be invited in, though. Is that right? Isn't that right? With Isn't a that vampire? How Dracula works? He has to invite you into what? No, no. You ha they have to be invited in. Oh, the vampire. Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Is that Isn't how that it works? part of the deal? I don't know. Like I don't they can't force their way into a place and suck blood. They have to be invited in. Huh. 
That's why they're so charming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why but there's But he can that. also change people's minds. So couldn't he just get someone to... <laughs> like in, Jedi mind trick them to say, invite me in. Yeah. Come, and then uh, they go, yeah. come on in. <laughs> exactly. And then he goes on in to suck their blood. I guess. I, I guess. Maybe that's against the rules too. Maybe that's... Maybe unethical in the vampire handbook <laughs> i don't know i saw an old vampire movie recently because it's like halloweeny time now they're showing all the old sure. movies on TV, <laughs> it is right? halloweeny time and fright night do you remember fright night i do remember fright night with uh, roddy mcdowell oh, and chris shit. sarandon plays chris the vampire sarandon, holy yeah. shit it's it's a it, the movie is it's not a great movie but it holds up to be pretty fun it's yeah. still a pretty fun movie some terrible special effects and stuff but well really sure, fun but you know. they were doing the best they could that's right yeah you know it's a nice it's it's pretty fun it is pretty fun yeah even after all these years <laughs> and and the wo- the woman who plays the girl like the in danger girl who gets her blood sucked yeah is amanda bierce from married with children she was the next door neighbor oh, the blonde lady uh not blonde well she like, was blonde in in that series uh was she yeah. maybe okay yeah, totally. you know who i'm talking about she I was do. like yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. do yeah so she was a young you know ingenue screen queen yeah 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 it's it's amazing perfect yeah it was really fun i love it me too (laughs) what do you want to do now (laughs) you want to ride bikes maybe (laughs) (laughs) anything else you saw on the tv that you liked buddy Um, i was kidding we don't know we're not kidding And that's how we got here. That's true. Pal. That's I wasn't <laughs> really, a, really backed us into a corner. I, didn't I wasn't I? sincerely asking <laughs> that. I'm sure there was, but let's not talk about it. You just did it. I know, but I mean, yeah, it's intolerable. Well, what what are we looking at here? We got episode number thirty six. Science, math, and geology, and other stuff. It's numerology. Numerology. Oops. 36. Yay. The natural number following 35 and preceding 37. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Yeah. What's going on there? I'm just trying some new stuff. Just I'm trying so out some new material at the end of that you thing. You can't call that material. <laughs> That's not material. You went chugga, chugga, chugga. You could what? say I'm trying out some new gestures and sounds. That's fine. But material? Maybe it was the delivery. Maybe I just didn't give it enough juice. You know what I mean? I wasn't on it enough. I wasn't in it enough to get you behind it. I don't think that was the issue there. No, it was the material? Yeah, I think. Well, again, (laughs) not material. Uh, 36 in mathematics. 36 is both the square of six and a triangular number, making it a square triangular number. How fun is that? Mind equals blown. <laughs> Only in mathematics could you have a square triangle. That's crazy. Right? Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. It is the smallest square triangular number other than one. Huh. And it is also the only triangular number other than one whose square root is also a triangular number. Oh, that's crazy. 36. And six. That's right. Wow. <laughs> How about it? That's bizarre. It is also a circular number. Oh, come on. Dude. It has all the shapes. It's also a rhombus number. No, there's no (laughs) rhombus number. I'm kidding. It's also a circular number, a square number that ends with the same integer by itself. Sure. Six times six, 36. Right. Right? There you go. That's... So, 36 is a square number, triangular number, circular number. (laughs) How do you love that? You love that. I do love that. You do. Yeah. I like the shapes. I like all the different shapes. 
Do they come in different colors? Because I'd like to kind of keep them separated in my mind, Moving like color code them in a way. <laughs> 36 is the smallest number with exactly eight solutions to the equation. Symbol Matt doesn't understand times X equals N. <laughs> So there you go. How do you like that? I I like it. Yeah. It's a little um it's a little general. Like simple math doesn't understand seems like a big bucket. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of answers to that particular That's equation. That's a huge ass bucket, my friend. You're right. You're absolutely right. It is the maybe the biggest bucket known to man. But uh it looks kind of like a the male symbol, but also an extra like, woo, also a little flair to it. Oh, so it's the gay symbol. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Richard Simmons symbol, I think is what that is. I love that. Yeah. They had, did you hear he was the subject of a very popular podcast a few years back? No. Because apparently he had been either... <laughs> Either kidnapped and held hostage for many months or not. <laughs> and that was the subject matter of that podcast. Wow. Yeah. I love Richard Simmons. They were like looking for Richard Simmons or something. You That's should check it out. I should check that out. Yeah. I love him. Well, now what makes you love him? That's crazy to you me. You don't love him? I don't think I do. Oh no. my gosh. He's the best. Why is he the best? He is hilarious, number one. Have you ever seen his. his um, his appearances on on Late Night with David Letterman. I've seen sweating to the oldies. That's, you know, <laughs> that? that's the majority. That's all of his work that you're familiar with. Well, watch him. There must be on YouTube. There I must be like a compilation he, of things with Letterman. I think Letterman loved him, right? Because yeah, he was he he goes on. He just and he drives Letterman crazy, and it is hilarious. He is so funny, and he's and he seems like a really sweet guy. Just on top of that, so right. So that's but also a little him. screwy, no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what makes him great. I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, all right. Go get him, Richard Simmons. <laughs> Can we cast Richard Simmons? Oh, my God. Who would they play? Who would they play? John Hamm, Jacqueline Van Damme, Heather Graham, the boys from Wham. Who would they play? Who would they play? Chris Pratt, Charlie Young, Matt, Benjamin Pratt, Oliver Platt. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Selling to the oldies. <laughs> Richard Simmons. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I know where I want him, but yeah? I can wait if no, you want to. I don't, I don't think I have a good starting point. He's my Blake. <laughs> He's my Blake immediately. <laughs> That's pretty brilliant. That's great, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That would be hilarious. Yeah. Because he is like the, he's like the instructor up there. That's like, right. Getting them to do the He things. would work that room. <laughs> you know, every, engages everybody. That's right. You know? Getting them to work out there, you know, get better at their workout thing. That's get right. More sales. Yeah. 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 It's like, in, in, I'm sure in Sweating to the Oldies at some point, he must have told someone to like put a coffee cake down or something like that. You <laughs> coffee know I mean? cake. Put that coffee cake down and get moving. Weight losers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of weight losers sitting around a bar. <laughs> I was in sales. It's a tough racket. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. I love it. That is fantastic. Are we welcoming Mr. Simmons to the corral, to oh, the yes. Blake corral? I think we fantastic. should. Fantastic. I love that. That's the best. <laughs> I love it. He might be my my favorite at this point. Ever? Like if, 
well if we have if we the, do another like we do another compilation another draft yeah i you know I, i'd be hard pressed to find a better blake than richard simmons he's right up there for me <laughs> top three for sure for sure you know what it takes i can say you know what it takes to sell real estate <laughs> <laughs> it takes short shorts to sell real estate <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. He had some short ass motherfucking shorts. He really did, right? Yeah. I mean, they were up there. <laughs> they really were. Yeah. You're really driving that thing in deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what those shorts were doing. <laughs> you know, I do. Know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, God love him. Oh, love him. He's you know? the best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Thirty-six is also the number of degrees in the interior angle of each tip of a regular pentagram oh how about that right 36 yeah. is all around yeah you get a 36 fun. and you get a 36 <laughs> and you get a 36 right yeah all of a sudden you have a pentagram we're worshiping the devil yeah i'm playing bass it's who like, cares so let's r- move it's on. like a rush album cover yeah yeah goddamn right it is <laughs> that's why i'm playing bass <laughs> me and getty yeah there you go <laughs> i love it i love getty lee have He's i mentioned great. this yeah. i'm sure i have yeah. can we cast getty lee i'm kidding 36, 36 is the name of a problem, a mathematical puzzle, if you will. It's called the 36 officers problem. Oh. The 36 officers problem uh, asks if it is possible to arrange six regiments consisting of six officers each in different ranks in a six by six square so that no rank or regiment will be repeated in any row or column. Okay. Such an arrangement would form a Greco-Latin square. Okay. Uh, fast forward to the moment where some guy goes, this can't be done. Because <laughs> it can't be done. It can't be done, really? And yet it's still called the 36 officers problem. Oh. Not a waste of your time. It really can't be done. It can't it's be impossible. done. Oh, can't be done. Bad. Can't be done. It sounds like a Sudoku kind of thing. You can't right? do so- it. You want to make everything Sudoku. But it is kind of like that. I guess it is. Can't you just can't repeat, repeat in yeah. the rows or the exactly. columns. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Sudoku, buddy. <laughs> this is the 36 officers problem. They're different, right? <laughs> is that what you're trying to that's tell me? That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both involve rows and columns. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that much we know. Okay. <laughs> but one has 36 officers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Got it. <laughs> Just the one. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. The number, 30, sorry, 36 is the number of possible outco- outcomes in the role of two distinct dice. Oh, I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? 36 different 36 outcomes. different outcomes. Huh. Yeah. 36 is the largest numeric base that some computer systems support because it exhausts the numerals 0 through 9 and the letters A through Z. Oh. C base 36. Clever. For more on this. <laughs> I like that. You do? Yeah. Base 36. That makes a lot of sense. It's up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. Because it only uses like all of our, well, in the West, it makes sense for us to right. use those letters and Zero numbers. through nine and right. A through Z. That's yeah. great. I love that. Base 36. Cool. I'll play base 36. We'll call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> the truncated cube and the truncated octahedron are Archimedean solids with 36 edges. Oh, okay. This is after several drinks. I just want to <laughs> just want to brag a little bit. <laughs> I got through that sentence. Yeah, yeah. But it's fun, right? It is fun. Archimedean solids. Archimedean solids. <laughs> Yo, Archimedes, do me a solid, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, always doing favor for people. 
He does a lot of Archimedean solids. 36 sided favors for everybody. <laughs> I love Archimedes just being plagued by people asking for favors and he's got to do them a solid. <laughs> like, Man, I picked you up at the airport last week. <laughs> Bro, why? Come on, ask somebody else. <laughs> Nah, man, do me a solid. Okay. <laughs> Nobody else has 36 sided favors <laughs> like you, man. 36 is the number of domino tilings of a 4x4 four four checkerboard. Oh. Domino tilings. Do- yeah, I guess the tilings. The They just called it domino. Oh, okay. Because of the pattern, I guess. Got it. But it's 36. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Checkers. Checkers. That's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. King me. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And then you can jump backwards and shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those kings are agile as fuck. <laughs> they can jump anywhere. They're allowed yeah. to jump anywhere. Yeah, they go anywhere. Right? Yeah. Uh, what, what is this? What? The sum of the integers from 1 to 36 is 666. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pentagrams, like pentagrams, and now 666. 36 all over the place. And, and it's almost Halloween. This is creepy. This, this is, is scary. Ooh, are we having our first spooky ooky episode? Yeah, we are. This is like... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This is very spooky. I love it. There's lots of spooky stuff. There's lots of spooky stuff. It's true. Spooky. Pentagrams, like you said. Number of the beast. We got 36 officers problems, and some yeah. of them are going to have to stand together. That's spooky <sighs> as shit. That sounds scary. Yeah, dude. Checkerboards. <laughs> Archimedes. Frightening. Who knows? Like... You could ask Archimedes something really scary to do. Like, I need you to go and kill all those campers. Kill Ginny Link. Yeah, kill Ginny Link. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, come on, man. I, <laughs> can't I just pick you up from the airport or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That could get totally spooky. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's really dark outside right now. It is super noticed. dark, yeah. It's kind of dark in here, too. Well- <laughs> okay. And I think you left the front door open. Oh, God damn it. Did you hear that? Come on. What? what? <laughs> you're actually spooking me up. <laughs> I know you're doing theater of the mind, but I'm like, did I leave the door unlocked? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Shit. It is dark outside, though. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I wouldn't be able to see nobody coming. Yeah, I don't. Stop. All right. I'll Can stop. we stop right yeah, there? It was stop. too spooky. I'm sorry. You just did too good. Too much. Yeah. You just did too good. Okay. You did too good, buddy. <laughs> we'll, we'll try again later. <laughs> okay. Moving into measurements. We got the number of inches in a yard. Oh, sure. Right? That's right. 36. Yeah. In a yard. That's right. In the UK, a standard beer barrel is 36 UK gallons. Yum. About 163.7 liters. Whoa. About. (laughs) Who's going 0.7 and about in the same sentence? (laughs) About? (laughs) 0.789. Like about means 164 liters, right? About 164 (laughs) liters. (laughs) About 163.7 liters. <laughs> That's exactly. It seems exactly right. That's right. Yeah, I don't get that. Suck at Wikipedia. All right. Are you ready for this, buddy? I am expecting some fireworks Ooh. when I lay this next one on you. Okay. Are you? I don't know if you're ready. I'm not sure I am you either. You might not be ready. I might not be, but we'll just have to well, we'll take let our the, chances. Let the reaction flow. Don't okay. let any of this ramp up affect you. Okay. Okay? 36 is the atomic number of... Krypton. (laughs) I clipped the mic. That's how bad that was. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah, very excited. I knew this was happening. It did hurt my ears a little bit. Yeah. 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 I'm about to take part of that out. That was bad. Krypton. Krypton? Yeah. I I didn't even know there was a Krypton in there. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like I thought kryptonite was just made up. You didn't run and look it up the second 
You heard it on the Superman? No. Really? I just assumed it was a planet. <laughs> where, where Right to the fucking encyclopedia set. <laughs> I went <laughs> to see if Krypton was a thing. How about that? Yeah. Huh. It wasn't the thing they said it was. Right. But right. it was this thing. This thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the ancient Greek. Uh, Kryptos, meaning the hidden one. Ooh. Right? Like cryptic. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. You sure. Okay. That. Got it. Uh, is a chemical element with the symbol KR in the atomic number 36. It is colorless, odorless, tasteless, and noble. Ah, You love that it's noble. And that it's odorless. <laughs> I mean, after last week with that bromine, I'm kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like the- it's about time we got back to something odorless. <laughs> You're right. Although, how's anybody going to get work <laughs> with this? Uh, well, it's noble. <laughs> Fair point. More than makes up for the right. the lack of odor. Right. <laughs> uh, it occurs in trace amounts in the atmosphere and is often used with other rare gases, like for fluorescent lamps. With rare exceptions, krypton is chemically inert. Oh, okay. Yeah. Krypton, like other noble gases, is used in lighting and photography. It has many spectral lines, and the krypton plasma is useful in bright, high-powered gas lasers. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> there are bright, high-powered gas lasers? Krypton ion and eczemer lasers as well. Eczemer lasers? <laughs> Where do I get one? I would say try Amazon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. Start there, though. Yeah. You know, you never know. Put it on my wish I list. I got some gallium. <laughs> you got you gallium, You get anything, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, gas laser. <laughs> yeah. Krypton fluoride also makes useful, <laughs> useful laser mediums. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to the laser hards. Or the laser extra small, Extra larges. They're extra larges, right? Exactly, yeah. The laser medium. From 1960 to 1983, the official length of a meter was defined by the 606 nanometer wavelength, the orange spectral line of Krypton 86. Because of its high power and relative ease of operation of Krypton discharge tubes. <laughs> Now, if it sounds like I just talked a bunch of bullshit, it's because I did. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Well, you said Krypton discharge tubes. Yeah, I which did. Those sound pretty fun. I did. Yeah. They do sound fun? Yeah. I mean, depending on what kind of discharge comes out of Krypton. I, as I did my research, it seems like it's not unlike a, uh, like a compact fluorescent tube, that little uh-huh. tube that winds around. You know, you know what I'm talking about? You know what a compact fluorescent light is? Hmm. All I right. don't know. Well, I can't start with something <laughs> so simple. There's nothing simpler. Do you, you know what, what a light mean? bulb is? Yeah, of course. <laughs> do you know how fluorescent lights work? Yeah. You do? Sure. Lay it on me. Just, you know, you flip the switch. <laughs> they flicker a little bit and then light comes out. <laughs> okay, so you send an electric charge through a gas-filled tube. Okay, That's yeah. what that is. That's the, what I And meant. the gas lights up. Yeah. That's what that is. Duh. So a... <laughs> I both hate you and love you right now. <laughs> so that's in the complex fluorescent light, you have that little tube that winds around. Okay. And that's what uh, a Krypton discharge tube looks like. Nice. Given the research. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I still like it. I know. I think you just like the term discharge tube. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on many, I work on some, you know, genie lifts and stuff. And uh-huh. many of them have what's called a courtesy port. <laughs> And we find that very, very funny. <laughs> a courtesy port. Courtesy port. <laughs> Can I hammer this deep into your courtesy port? 
Would that be okay? Yeah. Everybody knew that girl in college, right? <laughs> the courtesy port. <laughs> or guy. Or guy. Or guy. Sure, sure. sure yeah, I'm sure yeah. there were plenty That's of guys right. out yeah, yeah. there being courtesy ports. <laughs> it's not just for the ladies. That's right. Krypton was discovered in Britain in 1898 by William Ramsey. Good job, Ramsey. And Morris Travers. You too, Travers. (laughs) You too, Travers. Way to go on that. You guys really knocked it out of the park with that Krypton? Good stuff. Good stuff. Smacking them on the ass as they walk by. (laughs) Travers hates it. Uh, yeah. So that's, so what did they do? In residue left from evaporating nearly all components of liquid air, they found some Krypton. Huh. Liquid air. Cool, right? Yeah. We've come across liquid air before and yeah. both of us were kind of like, uh? Yeah, exactly. Is that the kind of... I drowned from all this air. <laughs> What's something? Couldn't we swim in that and be able to breathe and underwater? Breathe, yeah, it's probably... It's liquid air. It's probably bad for you. I'm guessing Maybe. it's bad for you. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's got all that krypton in it. You can't you can't liquefy air <laughs> and make it good for you. No. It's not good. No. Uh, it's a shame, though. It is, yeah, it is, because I'd like to... I mean, maybe we could. Maybe we would be gods in liquid air. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be able to leap tall buildings. Exactly. And we'd be lighter and yeah. stronger and... <laughs> right? Do See, do this it. guy gets what I'm talking it's, about. It'd be like we lived on krypton. That way, Travers... Right? It would be like a Kryptonite coming That's home to right. here to Earth. Coming home to the yellow sun of Earth. That's right. Of course. And they'd have special powers. Of course. Put me in liquid water. Look out. Liquid air, buddy. Liquid air. <laughs> water just <laughs> is all, water. already liquid. <laughs> out of way. <laughs> I'd be like a fish out of air. Guy <laughs> says liquid water. <laughs> And then everybody feels bad when I make fun of you. I'm the asshole, right? You say liquid water, and I have to just sit here and be like, that's okay, Bill. You're fine. No worries on that, buddy. That doesn't seem fair to me. It doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. It's not. not. I'm the victim here. (laughs) Fucking liquid water. Unbelievable. Sorry. The Earth has retained all of the noble gases that were present at its formation except helium. That's helium. Right. Yeah. Krypton's concentration in the atmosphere is about one part per million. One part per million. Period. That's right. That's one part per million. That's right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It can be extracted from liquid air by fractional distillation. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, what other distillation is there? Right, that's the best you know way what I'm to saying? do it. I mean, come on. <laughs> if you're talking distillations to me, you start with fractional, <laughs> and you end with fractional, and leave out everything in between. I got only one kind of distillation I like, and it's fractional. <laughs> the amount of krypton in space is uncertain because huh. the planet blew up. No, that's not why. Ah, uh, waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> because measurement is derived from meteoric activity and solar winds. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's harder to gauge out there. Sure. In the blackness. Yeah. Krypton has a narcotic potency seven times greater than the air we breathe. Whoa. Breathing it, breathing an atmosphere of 50% krypton and 50% natural air, as might happen in a, a, a locality to a leak of krypton apparently Uh uh, causes narcosis in humans similar to breathing air at four times our atmospheric pressure wow crazy right yeah it's not good for you this krypton 
dangerous stuff. You don't want to go breathing it in. No. 50-50, that stuff will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Krypton, buddy. I like Krypton. That's fun. Even though it's so dangerous, I still like it. Dangerous, but you know, it lights the way. That's Who knows? Right. In your compact fluorescence, in your other kind of lighter, light, lighty tubes, maybe yeah. even your, you know, things like neon, you just throw Krypton in there. Right. Boom. And Cal-L. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> That's all you need. Well, what you get, every Kal-El comes with a general Zod. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not always the best. What? You don't like General Zod? Nobody likes General Zod. I mean, he's a little General much. Zod doesn't even like General <laughs> Zod. It's very clear. <laughs> he's a little much. But if he can get him in the Forbidden Zone, you know, <laughs> loses a lot of his Just bite. Just throw him in that pane of glass. That's right. Go flipping him out to space. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, I was thinking about this today. Lay it on me, Speaking buddy. Of I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I really can't. The kids today are so lucky because they grow up with 27 Marvel movies to enjoy, plus like reboots of Superman and all this kind of stuff. When we were growing up, we had like the Spider-Man 60s cartoon. Garbage. We had the 60s Batman. Fun, but garbage. We had the 50s Superman. It's pretty great. As I recall. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, the effects were lacking, but I yeah. did like the story. Uh, yeah, some of them were good. It was, yeah. very, it was cheesy, but yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we had like some other cartoon stuff. There was like those, those cheeky yeah. Marvel cartoons from the 60s. And, yeah, and then we had those Superman movies. Exactly. And then Christopher Reeve came right. along with the Superman movies. That's right. And those were great. Really great. Yeah. And, and Gene then, Hackman as Lex Luthor. Oh Are you God, kidding? So, so good. Amazing. So good. So good. <laughs> and then... For a long time, again, we didn't have anything else until we got to the Batman, Michael Keaton, Batman. That's right. You know? The Batman, Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah, 1989. <laughs> uh, that, is that when that came out? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well remembered. Thank you. Yeah. I think 88, 89, something like that. You want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> that was, yeah, Michael and that Keaton. Kinda, and that, uh, you know, but today you can't spit without a superhero movie coming out every two weeks. No. You know, it's just crazy. I know. Are so. we, uh, though, you said that they are the lucky ones. I don't yeah. know that that's true. Yeah. I, I feel like we were the lucky ones. We were because we had comic books. And they don't like anything. Yeah. <laughs> they get, yeah, they get like all these Marvel movies and the Guardians and all this fun stuff. Yeah. And they don't like any of it. <laughs> and it's also like, it's a, um, it's a, it creates this need for more. You know more, what I mean? It's like yeah. you, they just consume it so quickly. Yeah. They, they can't make it fast We've all forgotten for what it, it takes and, yeah. and how, how, how important it is to make good movies. Right. Because we're just drawing cartoons fighting. Right. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm, true. I'm with you. Yeah. They, those, the, those Superman movies and movies like it didn't have that luxury. They like and had they didn't to have all the special effects and all that stuff. Had to make a story. And yeah. Had people exactly. act the story. That's right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't know who was lucky, buddy. Uh, you you make a good point. I'm just saying. It's a good point. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> they have access to stuff that we didn't have for that's, sure, and that's not fair. It's not. That's all right, though. That's all right. Thirty-six. Many early computers featured a thirty-six bit word length. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how they did it. One word, 36. 36 is the number of characters required to store the display name of a UUID or a GUID. Okay. You got any idea what those are, buddy? Uh, I've, I've seen GUID. Uh-huh. I can't remember what it stands for. Though, Universal but. Unique Identifier. That's UUID. That is UUID. What's GUID? Well, I, if you can't figure it out, why do you need me to tell you? 
Well, I don't know because you just looked up the other thing. <laughs> I did not. I had been knowed that. <laughs> <laughs> GUID, I know that because my hard drive has a GUID in my laptop. Globally unique there identifier. You go. Okay. Universally unique and globally, globally unique. unique. Oh, interesting. How do you like that? It's kind of like Miss Universe and, and, <laughs> and Miss America. Something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Miss, there must be a Miss World or something like that. There probably is a Miss Anything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Miss Albuquerque. There be, though. Why not? It seems sexist, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, but let me take the opposite tack. Okay. <laughs> Where else can we dress ladies up in gowns and tiaras? Nowhere. Yeah. The pageants Sadly. must survive, buddy. <laughs> if we're to see women in tiaras ever again, we must save the pageants. But do we have to judge them? Sure. We do. <laughs> sure. Totally. We can't just have a pad. Who else? Like, is, how do we know who gets the tiara? <laughs> can't we just have a pageant? Like a pageant means you just watch. It doesn't have to be a contest. Sure. You're just watching things go by. Watching things go right? by. So we have a pageant. <laughs> And they all wear tiaras. How Got about it. that? We Got celebrate it. them all. Mm. Where, where's the judgment? There isn't any. No. It's not a contest. Well, that's not a pageant then. <laughs> In my definition of pageant, You're changing is. the definition of pageant. No, I don't think I am. I think strictly the definition of a pageant is just like you go and you watch stuff happen. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with being a contest. And then the most g- genetically superior one gets a tiara, <laughs> right? Is that how we do this? No. That's how it's always been done, buddy. No. Isn't there a... I'm sorry. It's always been like When that. you go to... To change it now would be... <laughs> when you go to church... Unthinkable. On Christmas Eve, uh-huh. the little kids come up and what do they do? They put on a Christmas pageant. That's right. And who gets crowned and, at the end of that? Nobody. Uh, and one of them is Jeezy Creasy, right? <laughs> one of them gets sure. to be Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's clearly the winner. <laughs> In America, the one who plays Jeezy is the winner of the pageant. <laughs> How do you not know this? <laughs> I'm just saying. Isn't there a baby G's in your pageant? Sure, probably, yeah. Winner. <laughs> winner, winner. <laughs> Vegan chicken dinner. <laughs> All right, fine. You G-U-I-D. Global. <laughs> U-U-I-D. Universal. My man. Thank you. My man. In religion, Jewish tradition holds that the number 36 has had special significance since the beginning of time. Sure. Did you know that? No. No, I didn't either. According to the Midrash, the light created by God on the first day of creation shone for exactly 36 hours. Huh. It was was replaced by the light of the sun (coughs) that was created on the fourth day. I see. Okay. I knew there was going to be some reason why it was 36 hours. Wow, that would fit in with the whole creation myth. I like how God was just like, I, I just need this light real quick while I'm making this other stuff. I don't have the sun yet. Just give me 36 hours. I'm just gonna. He just like lit a flare and was like, yeah, this'll yeah. do. <laughs> this'll do while I make some trees, some hippopotamuses, and then, okay, cool. And then I'll make the sun later. Right? It's true, but you <laughs> wonder why he didn't start with the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, turn the lights on in your workshop, buddy. <laughs> Easy peasy. First rule of building anything. <laughs> you know if you spent the day in your life. Light it up. Light it up. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That's what you got to do. Just light it up. What is wrong with this guy? Well, I, yeah, <laughs> there's so much wrong with this guy. <laughs> I don't know why he, the pageant winners are always this guy. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. 
Uh, the Torah commands 36 times to love, respect, and protect the stranger. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were going to parade this around <sighs> as something like Bill felt good about. Like, <laughs> I like that. I try to live that way. Of course I do. <laughs> 36 times to love, respect, and protect the stranger. Yeah. I wonder if that's what... Remember that story I told about the guy asking me if I was Jewish? I do. And he was like, just out here looking for Jews. <laughs> just trying to love and respect somebody. That's right. You need love? You need respect? <laughs> protecting? Anything? Can I do anything for you? I'll do it up to 36 times. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's bananas. It is crazy. But I guess it's, yeah, it's on the good side, right? Yeah. I mean... It's if, coming from a good place. If you have to be reminded 36 times to do it, it's probably a good idea. Good idea. (laughs) Furthermore, in every generation, there are 36 righteous people in whose merit the world continues to exist. Whoa. Yeah. That's all? Just 36? 36 righteous people. Per generation. In every generation. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That seems like a small number. I am not one of the 36 righteous people. Oh, you don't think so? No, there's definitely no chance. (laughs) I am not the righteous person in my generation. Well, that's okay. There's only 36 of us, so I don't feel that bad about it. They're very rare. It's very rare. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get them all. Yeah. Do you (laughs) you don't think you're one of the 36? I doubt it. (laughs) I mean, I might be... What kind of narcissistic bullshit is this? I might be around like... There's no way! I think I'm around like 48, 49. (laughs) So if some of them... Some of them die or do something bad, I might move up the list. Sure. Sure you might. (laughs) There's a good chance. There's a good chance you might. <clears throat> in the modern celebration of Hanukkah, 36 candles are kindled in the menorah over the eight days on of that holiday, including the Shamesh candle. I don't know what that is. 36 candles are kindled in the menorah over the eight days. So does that mean... I thought it was just eight candles. Well, it just, isn't it just eight candles? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> they smuggled in... 28 extra candles on you. <laughs> I mean, you always wondered, but the thing, the whole vibe is that the, the miracle kept them lit, right? right? What right. are you doing with all those extra candles? Well, they, I mean... You're cheating. Well, there's no miracle, let's face it. You blow them out every night and you relight them again the next day, I guess. Um, I mean, not according to the Torah. Really? And Rabbi Shmuel. <laughs> <laughs> but let's try to do the math. This is kind of like the 36 officer problem. Okay, I love you it. You have eight slots. Eight for, slots. For, and you have eight nights. <laughs> One courtesy port, eight slots. <laughs> and how many nights? Eight nights of eight Hanukkah, nights. right? Right, right, right. And there's eight candles? Yeah. So if you were using fresh ones every night, right. that would be 64. So that can't be. Right. <laughs> That's not what happens. So... If you put one in... But you don't need a fresh one on the... First or second, third, fourth... Right. So you could do... All right. So the first night you have one. (laughs) The second night you put out a fresh one. This is the worst podcast anyone ever recorded. (laughs) The next night you put out two fresh ones. Two fresh ones. Right? Because you you already used the one from the night before. So we got three. that's three. Yeah. The next night you're putting out three fresh ones. So you got six. Six. I think we're on to something here. (laughs) (laughs) The next night you're putting out four fresh ones. That's ten. Yeah. Next night you're putting out five fresh ones. That's... 15. Yep. Next time you put out six fresh ones, that's 21. Yep. Next time you put out seven fresh ones, that's 28. And the next night you're using eight fresh ones, 36. 36. Solved it. Boom. Completely solved it. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm not Jewish. You nailed it, yeah. buddy. You nailed it. You're like See? the you're like the mathematical Sherlock. <laughs> Shmuel. Shmuel, <laughs> Shmuel yeah. of mathematics. Shmuel Holmes. 
It's got a multi-directional yarmulke. <laughs> a deer stalker with a yarmulke hat. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It would. Be. Sure. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Rothenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oi. Elementary. Uh, what do we have? We have one Maori legend concerning the creation of mankind by the god Tain. Tain. <laughs> 36 gods took active part in assembling the various parts of human life before Tain breathed life, breathed life into them. Oh, okay. So 36 gods did all the work. Tain got the credit. That's how I'm seeing that. Tain right. is like the designer. <laughs> and all the workers are just like, well, whatever. Fuck Tain. <laughs> That's how I see it. That's this. a lot of gods, though, to go through to make creation. 36 of them. That's a lot of them. Well, there's yeah. a lot of work to do. There is. I mean, you know. There's a lot of different stuff. It's still a lot of work per god. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, only 36? Yeah, it's right. true. Yeah. I mean, one guy was like, oh, the pyramids too? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, there's not enough. I'm making grains of sand. What? Can someone else? <laughs> Could someone Could please, someone please get this pyramid <laughs> off my back? This pyramid's off my back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ricky Roma as one of the 36 gods. I'm trying to create sand. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> oh, I love I it. I am not the one breathe life into everything. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. I love it. In Shavism. Sorry. The 30. Yep. Shavism? Shaivism, perhaps? The 36 tattvas describe the absolute, its internal aspects of the creation, including living beings, down to the physical reality. Okay. There you go. The absolute. The absolute. Got it. 36 tattvas. Tattvas. <laughs> How do you like them apples? I love them. How do you like them tattvas? They're, they're good too. <laughs> yes. In the Egyptian religion, the 36 decans, or deacons, I guess, are a series of gods presiding over the degrees of the zodiac in the fixed stars. Oh, neat. Yeah. 36 guys. Cool. Just presiding over the zodiac. That's fun. How do you like them apples? I like that. Just presiding, just, you know, hanging out like, huh. Eh. We got this. Seems fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do that. Would you do that? I'd preside over some Zodiacs. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. How many Zodiac symbols or signs are there? Are there 12? There's probably more in some cultures for sure. Oh, maybe. Yeah. We have the 12. Yeah. You know. What are you again? Your birthday just happened. What are you? Cancer. Oh, yeah. Totally. I remember that now. (laughs) And what are you? Gemini. Oh, no. You're Gemini. (laughs) Sag. Sag. <laughs> Why'd you go right to Sag? I just like to say Sag. What do you know about Sag? <laughs> I just like saying Sag. You don't know nothing about Sag. <laughs> You're just a lot of talking You're to Sag. You're just a lot of talking to Sag. You're just a lot of talking to Sag. I love that. Uh, moving into the arts and the culture and the philosophies of this fine, fine world. Mm. 36 Views of Mount Fuji is a famous series of prints by Japanese artist... Katsushika Hakusai. Nice. Right? Yeah, Mount Fuji. Look at it 36 different ways. <laughs> look at Fantastic. it. Fantastic. From over here now. <laughs> now you look at it from over here. <laughs> Mount Fuji. 
<laughs> uh, this is terrible. <laughs> the 36th Chamber of the Shaolin... This is a 1978 kung fu film. <laughs> 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 I love it. You, Yours is worse than mine. So now you're the asshole. Fantastic. Uh, we got 36 dramatic situations considered to be a useful conceptual aid in theater. Oh. I Have like you that. heard of these before? I don't know. <laughs> it rings a bell, but I can't, I can't like name any of them. A descriptive list, which was created by Georges Politi, or Politi, uh-huh. to categorize every dramatic situation that might occur in a story or a performance. Okay. To do this, Politi analyzed classical Greek texts plus classical and contemporaneous French works. Okay. He also analyzed a handful of non-French authors in this introduction. He claims to be continuing the work of Carlo Gazzi, who also identified 36 situations. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Carlo Gazzi, I got to tell you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I think Polti is misusing the word continuing the work of... <laughs> By stealing and it. And <laughs> replacing a, a much better acquainted term which would be ripping it off right <laughs> right yeah so if Gotzi described 36 dr- dramatic situations why is it being attributed to Pulte? you're asking me i am asking you. i don't know i am asking you <laughs> who else should i ask i i'm a i'm a big Gotzi guy so i'd give it to Gotzi. do we want to make this segment unbearable and go through the 36 situations or no. should i just name a few of just them? a couple all right you stop me when you've had enough okay Supplication. Okay. Deliverance. Uh Uh-huh. Crime, pursued by vengeance. Okay. Vengeance, taken for kin upon kin. All right. Pursuit, disaster, revolt, abduction, the enigma. Oh. (laughs) Rivalry and or enmity of kin. Madness. Mm Mm-hmm. Fatal imprudence. All right. I think we get it now, right? Adultery. Crime of love. Okay. Discovery of the dishonor of a loved one. Uh-huh. Obstacles to love. Uh-huh. An enemy loved. Oh. Uh, Have you heard enough now? Yeah. Ambition. Conflict with God. <laughs> you're still going. Mistaken though. jealousy. I said I had enough and you're Erroneous still going. judgment. You just keep reading them. Remorse. <laughs> Recovery of a lost one. Nothing will stop you. Loss of loved ones. Continuing to read the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now we know what they are. Yeah. They're good. Why didn't you want to hear them? Well, it's not that I didn't. You did. That's exactly <laughs> what you said. You didn't want to hear them. They're good. They're, you know, they are. They're, they're dramatic situations. I can just stop this right now if that's what you prefer. What? What are you talking about? I can stop this whole numerology segment. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, usually this is, you know, usually you're on board. I, the partner. You, <laughs> the man who is your partner. You know you, what I'm saying? You started with... <laughs> It was going to be unbearable, unbearable to list yeah. them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and you, then midway through, I was like, "This is already unbearable. Why not just make it fully unbearable?" Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fine. I, I switch gears. Let's see. <laughs> the thirty-six crazy fists are a four-piece metal band from Alaska. Whoa! Thirty-six crazy fists. That sounds awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah. I Alaskan don't know them, metal. but I'm guessing it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Enter the Wu-Tang is an album by the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. And there are 36 chambers. Chambers? In the Wu-Tang. Oh. Yeah. Enter the Wu-Tang, which is the 36 chambers. Gotcha. Do you know the Wu-Tang Clan? I've heard of them, yeah. Do you know RZA, Method Man? No. Red Man? No. All right. 
What? Old Dirty Bastard? No. None of these guys. ODP? ODB. No, ODB? Yeah. No, I don't know ODB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Wu-Tang. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Big into the, uh, the Kung Fu movies. Okay. Often dubbed on many of their albums to start, uh, to start the banging tracks. Okay. They'd have like segments of a Kung Fu film. Gotcha. It's fun stuff, buddy. Sounds good. Yeah. The game of roulette has 36 numbers huh. on a numbered layout and roulette wheel. Together with zero and or double zero, depending on whether or not it's a European wheel, 37, or an American wheel, 38. Okay. How do you like them apples, buddy? I like it. You ever play the roulette? No. You ever spin that ball? Nope. I mean, you don't get to spin the ball. No, but I you never. ever watch that ball spin? I've seen people do Hoping it. Hoping to never, God it landed on a number. <laughs> I, never bet on, I never bet on roulette. Never played it, no. What, if you went to Vegas today, yep. what would be your game? Where, uh, what, what, what table do you belly up to? I don't, I don't like to gamble. And say, don't water down the scotch, toots. <laughs> but if I had to, yeah. I'd probably go to blackjack. The old 21. Yeah. 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 Sure. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You double down. That's right. You hit me. That's right. right? It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah. That's great stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. No, what'd you do? I'd probably try to poker. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a challenge. Yeah. But what are you doing there? You know what I mean? Have You're going to lose your money either way. <laughs> yeah. You might as well uh, get a story out of it. That's true. Um, 36 is a song by System of a Down. Okay. Armenian rock and roll outfit. Huh. Really good. Nice. 36 Degrees is a song by the band Placebo. 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 Okay. Good stuff. Cool. Uh, 36 is the perfect score on the ACT. Oh. Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't either. Huh. Weird, right? That never, 36 is a perfect score? Never took that test. Never took it. Nope. Wasn't required. Nope. We were SAT people. Yeah. Where we come from. That's right. Yeah. Uh, a pipe wrench is 36 inches long. Huh. And I know this to be a false... A, a false They're not false all 36 They're not all 36 inches, long, inches right? long, yeah, long, no. So, some okay. of them are much smaller than that. Right. 36 is the code for international direct dial phone calls to Hungary. Oh, how about that? Yeah. You don't hear a lot about Hungary these days. You don't. You really don't. And I might start patting my stomach and being like, I got a real 36 going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry somebody on the blower. Am, I make the call. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, but you don't hear a lot about no, Hungary. No, you really don't. Why, why is that? I Are they know. in some kind of civil unrest? I have no idea. Is there some shit going down in Hungary? I have no idea. And I don't even hear about, you know, people traveling there or anything. I mean, I... I don't even hear about being mildly peckish. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Hungary. I don't either. It I know be very pretty, little. must be pretty miserable if we don't hear anything about it. I don't it. know that that's true. That seems like an odd, radical assumption. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's Eastern European, it's cold, it's dreary. That's my... That's my initial uh-huh. thoughts about Hungary. Uh-huh. But I don't know if any of that's true or not. Yeah. But Who that's, knows? That's what I It probably is one of these countries that got divvied up by a bunch of other wars that happened around them and got all fucked up. Yeah. It's terrible what mm. happens to these people. It is terrible. Right? Yep. What do we have? What do we have? It has a very temperate and seasonal climate. Oh, that's nice. That much we know. I like that. That's cool, right? Yeah. Hungary is a parliamentary uh, situation. That's good. That's something we know. Sure. That seems all right. Okay. seems to work in other yeah. places. All right. Right? I guess I'm going. They got a multi-party system over there. Great. They got a lot of sheep. <laughs> they do good in the sheep department. Okay. <laughs> a lot of sheep. <laughs> do good. They do good with sheep. Great. 
which I imagine means they do good with wool. Yeah. And also killing sheep. <laughs> We're probably very good at that as well. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and moving into sports, buddy. All right. The most runs one can hit off a non-penalized over in cricket. That's like a wicked googly or whatever the fuck. I don't know what they call that shit. Yeah. I know anything I, about cricket. It makes no sense to me. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but, th- but there you go. It's the most runs you can hit. 36. Whatever. Yeah. I, have no, I have no idea what that means. I don't care. <laughs> the Australian basketball team, the Adelaide 36ers, is named after the year in which South Australia was founded. Hey, there you go. Right? It's just not like not unlike 76ers. our 76ers. I yeah. Love that. Yeah, cool. they stole it. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking stole it. You know they did. Yeah, they did. You know they did. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They saw they took one look at Wilt Chamberlain and they're like, "Oh, we got to do that yeah, down here." Do it like an Aussie though. Oh, we got to do that down here, Mike. <laughs> I don't know if I can do Australia. Australian is hard. It really is. It's really like, oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no. That's where I like you know. Yeah. You know. I, uh, <laughs> this is officially uh, the worst podcast ter- ever. This is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> I don't even like this podcast. I tried to listen to it a few times. I was like, oh, let me give these boys a chance. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't even know why they still allowed to have microphones. <laughs> they should not have microphones. You know, somebody should take their laptops away too, just for good measure, because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the number of consecutive bowling strikes in a 900 series, which is three perfect games. Whoa. So you'd have to bowl 36 strikes in a row. To get three consecutive perfect games. Wow. Yeah. Has it been done? I'm sure it has. That's crazy. You see these guys. You see these guys. You see these guys. <laughs> you, see these guys. <laughs> you, you saw those bowlers. You saw those bowlers. <laughs> no, they guys get perfect games pretty regularly. I imagine three in a row isn't that rare. It's got to be hard. Maybe like a perfect game, kind of maybe on that level. Like yeah. it happens enough to uh, have it once a decade be a thing, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The number of vehicles that run in each race of NASCAR's Camping World Truck Series. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Camping World Truck Series <laughs> NASCAR. It's a bunch of rednecks oh. sitting around at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was in NASCAR. It's a tough business, tough racket. How do we make this white trash thing whiter and trashier? <laughs> uh, camping? Sure, that'll work. Uh, trucks? Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, is all of a sudden whiter and trashier. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic uh, it is i mean racing cars is one thing but racing trucks camping trucks now camping trucks now we're talking hell yeah <laughs> but a gun rack on the back we're good to go <laughs> it's too heavy man <laughs> you can't bring your guns on the rack. even though we know no 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 every yeah you do that didn't gonna work i'm gonna bring no, mine too heavy, gonna i'm gonna bring mine i'm gonna win I'm too much drag on the i'll show you how i'm gonna win <laughs> i have my boy cleat in the back with that gun <laughs> And you're going to see all the other cars aren't going to finish oh, with flat I see. tires. Oh, now you're threatening everybody? Is that what's happening here? No, I'm just going to shoot out their tires. Oh. There's no threat. <laughs> That's kind it's of a threat, gonna, buddy. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's not a threat if it's going to happen. That's a prophecy. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I do love that. It's a solid stance. No, I'm going to do it. That's not a threat. It's a promise. Uh, Jerome the Bus Bettis. Oh, yeah. Had 36 stretched to its limits <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> he did, too. And stomach. Yeah, he was fun. Oh, he was the best. Yeah, it was really they fun. They don't make him like Jerome Bettis. No. 
And he was like a redemption story. Like Let's he had a hard time early in his career kind of fitting into the NFL. Right, nobody knew then, what to do with him. Yeah, and then he went to Pittsburgh and yeah. then he became... Like, yeah, and they just the handed him the ball. Yeah. What, what do you mean there's an offensive lineman we can hand the ball off to? <laughs> right. Well, let's do that then. <laughs> <laughs> that should work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like the refrigerator Perry, only good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fast and strong. Fast and, and strong yeah. and super agile for his size. Right, and right. I was worried about his joints, though. I yeah. was always like, what's going to happen to his knees when he's 50? Seems to be doing fine, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So good for him. Good for Good Jerome. for the bus. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, other notables outside of the association, Robin Roberts right oh sure Hall of famer yeah and don newcomb oh, don newcomb donnie newcomb that's right that was what uh that was the advice of uh when at the end of world war one or sorry world war two they're like what do you want to do huh don newcomb boo oh, sorry boo <laughs> don newcomb <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Wasn't there a video game? Is a video game Duke Nukem Duke or something? Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah, <right>. totally. <laughs> I wonder if Don's nickname was the Duke. I don't know. That'd be great. Duke Nukem. Buddy, what I'm about to tell you is going to sound like a joke. It is not a joke. Okay. It's going to sound like uh, the craziest thing you ever heard, quite possibly. Okay. It is not. All right. It is an absolute truth. Okay. And I'm just going to say it because I don't know how else to present it. All right. 19 players have worn the number 36 in the National Basketball Association. 19? 19. That's the that's the lowest we've ever had by a mile. Is it? I think so. I thought I thought we were close in the teens with a couple of the numbers. I don't know, but that sounds like a a huge drop off. I mean 19, 19. in the 30s? What? I did not see that coming. I didn't either. I did not see that coming. Give me that number. I'm shocked. It is shocking. I'm shocked. 19 of them. And here are all of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the rare case where I can just name everyone that's ever worn this number. That's right. It's crazy. All right. Omri Caspi. Oh, sure. You like that guy. Yeah, Omri He's Caspi's got great, good. great yeah. Euro hair. There he does. Caspi. Yeah. He's got some of the best Euro hair out there. That's true. You know? But I th- maybe the best Euro hair is further down on the list. Okay. Dave, Dave the Rave Cowens. Oh, Dave Cowens, sure. Dave the Rave, sure. Called affectionately. Uh, Ralph Ham Hamilton. Don't know Ralph. For the Fort Wayne Pistons. Okay. Royal Ivy. Oh, I remember, remember Royal, Royal Ivy. Royal Ivy yeah, wearing yeah. 36, right? Sure. Jakey Jones. I don't know Jake Jones. The great Jake the Snake Jones? No, I don't know him. Come on. I don't know him. Played in the early 80s. Okay believe you played for the Cavs. uh paul long don't know paul long no sean long no kevin looney oh yeah bill mayfield lloyd neal shaquille o'neal <laughs> mark price oh sorry sorry i knew i was gonna do that mike price oh <laughs> not mark Price. not as impressive that's right yeah igor rakesevic <laughs> What hump? <laughs> Seanel Scott, Paul Silas, Eton Thomas, Rashid the Sheed Wallace. Wow. Both teams played hard, my man. Dario the homie Sarich. You know, I love Dario. I do. And there goes the best Euro hair yeah. of anyone on this list. He's got, yeah. Or any other list. He's also got the... Oh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Say it's it. It's a terrible thing to say. I, now I need you to say <laughs> Everyone it. Everyone forgive me for this, especially <laughs> Dario, because I love him so much. Avid listener Dario, please, yeah, please. fast forward 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he has the best Euro hair lip. <laughs> it's not an impressive mustache. No, and it's covering up. He's got one of those things. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I feel bad because that's not his fault. It had nothing to do with him. <laughs> and I love him. I wish he was back on our team. They also call him Super Dario. Oh, that's cute. I don't know if you knew that. No. That's fun. He's great. He, he is does great. everything. No, he's, he's great. He's fantastic. I, if, you, if he's on your team, you love him. That's right. And last but not least, finally, for the greatest sports franchise <laughs> known to man, one Marcus Osmond Smart. Oh, sure. Graces us with the number 36 uh, nightly sure. <laughs> while representing the squad and the league admirably. <laughs> Time and again. <laughs> I love Marcus Smart. I know you do. He's my favorite Celtic. Yeah. I love him. I know you do. To the death. <laughs> Did he get an extension or is he going to be, is he a free agent? Oh, no. He signed four years last year. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's making 14 million this year, baby. Pretty good. Playing defense and causing chaos. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. God, I love him so much. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. There's a Celtic at the end of that list. So that's how that I means know. I've finished. <laughs> Excuse me while Ew. I smoke this cigarette. Ew. Nah. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to start a PDB. Please do. Uh, I just finished. Not <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I might have snuck one in there yeah, come during on. the oh, jingle. Good, good for you. <laughs> good for you. That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, really. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so uh, this week, we're going to check in with George. Oh, old Georgie boy. Old Georgie boy. Okay. We, we haven't heard from George for no, a while. No, it's been a little while. Yeah. I'm trying to think what the last thing was that we, we caught him doing. I mean, it wasn't pretty, whatever it was. No. He's been beating up guys in pharmacies and having all kinds of struggles. Yeah, that's right. You know? Looking for his thing. Can't like, really he... nail it down. That's right. Yeah. Um, we heard him do the children's TV thing. He had that idea for the animated children's that series. That was bananas. Yeah, that didn't go over well. <laughs> no, it sure didn't. Oh, and he was the pot salesman, too. He did try his hand at selling some plants. That's right. <laughs> it's right. true. I think that was the last time we we got a look at George. No. Yeah, it's been a long time. Dick, no. Yeah, I really? think that was it. Well, I can't wait to get back back in with George. Yeah, we all love George. Let's see what's going on with the guy. Okay. Well, it won't be long now. A handle of old granddad and a whole bottle of sleeping pills. Should only be a few minutes and then I'm gonna miss all you ships and bottles The Moshulu The Bonnie Ship, the Diamond The Golden Hind I wish I could take you with me but You probably don't want to wind up where I'm going I hope you all find a good home Find a purpose that is the most important thing. Man's got to have a reason, you know? A purpose. I tried. 
<laughs> oh well. Getting sleepy now. Hello? Mr. Levine? Uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Arano? Mr. George Arano? Yeah. My name's J.C. Belinsky. I'm calling from Ultimate Property Sales. We currently have an opening in our sales force, and we're looking for a good man to join our team of dedicated sales professionals. What do you say? Uh, hello? Oh, wait, what? You mean me? Yes, you. You do have experience selling real estate? Yes, but, uh, this is not maybe the best time. See, I just... Well, I might have just committed suicide. The vice president of our company is in town from Arizona, and he'll be conducting interviews with potential candidates for only 24 hours, and we'd like to Is this some kind of joke? No, sir, no. The boss asked me specifically to call y'all. You talked to him about me? No, what do you mean? Did I talk to him about this? Yeah. Uh, Are we just talking about this, or are we talking about it? Yeah, we're speaking about it. Speaking about it as as an idea. Yes. We're not actually talking about it. No. Talking about it as a... No. As a job offer. As a job offer? No. (laughs) Hey. So all this, you didn't actually call me. I'm not actually talking to you. I'm actually hallucinating this conversation because of all the drinking and the drugging. Not actually, no. I'm not hallucinating? What did I say? What did you say? I said not actually. We're actually talking. We are, because this is getting very confusing. Look, just listen to me for a second. We're really interested to discuss having you join our sales team. I think you'd be a good fit. You're actually talking about this. That's right. Now, what would be a good time for you to drop by our office for a chat? Say, tonight at 8 or tomorrow at 10? You're going to give me a job. Have I said that? Are you? Did I say that? Did you talk to your VP of sales? What did I say? What did he say? What did he say? He'd hire you. Look, just come by our office tonight. 48 Mott Street. Be there at 9. Okay. Uh, Okay. It, uh... It just depends on how quickly I can get my stomach pumped. Georgie. <sighs> Is this a nick, nick of time situation? It sure seems like yeah, it. Yeah. Like wow. That, that offer came at the last possible moment. <laughs> That's right. That was a close call. Close call for sure. Wow. Poor George. I hate seeing George like this. Oh, I know. It I, was, I don't the, know why Grace is doing this. What do you Grace, mean? Grace, why are you doing this to me, Grace? <laughs> why are you doing, why this, are you doing at all? this at all? <laughs> Well, uh, every listener to many this podcast listeners asks that same thing. question. Why Why are you doing this why at all? Why are you doing this at all? What is the point? Literally what zero point. What is the point at any rate? <laughs> I got to listen to you. <laughs> I got to bang heads with my ear bods. Did you say ear bods? I said ear bods, ear which bods. is even, even worse. <laughs> I kind of love it. Ear bods. Ear bods. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is very depressing at the top of this thing. It was uh, really, uh, I was, I, I was, I have to say I was tearing up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it George. was hard to watch. Yeah, it really was. It's hard to watch. Yeah. George saying goodbye like that. I know. There he is alone in his apartment. Come on, man. Raining outside. Grace. I mean, it's always raining. <laughs> well, yeah. It's always raining. But I mean, the in whole. In George's life. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's that cloud following him around. Yeah. But yeah, it was very, I mean, come on. This is. 
this is cinema, right? I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's like for sure strong emotions and things. It's not, strong, yeah, you know. Should I go back to the list of thirty six dramatic? No, okay. And figure out All which right, one fair. this is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one this is, but it's uh, it was dramatic. That's for sure. It certainly was. So at the top, George is there in his apartment. He's uh, a little groggy. Yes, he is. Um, and we find out why immediately. Yeah, he's just drank a whole handle of old granddad and old swallowed granddad. a whole bottle of sleeping pills. That'll kill anybody. Yeah. That, yeah. He's ready to do the Dutch. That'd kill a bull. Right? Yeah, totally. And George is not that strong. I mean, doesn't seem to be. Solid constitution. Although when he came storming out of that office, it looked like he could have... He could have caused some trouble. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Three yards in a cloud of dust kind of runner. is <laughs> <laughs> George Aaron. Hard to bring down with just one man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, and then and then he says, well, it should only be a couple of minutes now. And that was, it's very sad. That's... That's what this country as, does as to the people. viewer, exactly. Yes. I don't want to talk over your point. You're absolutely right. But I, I know as the viewer and as someone who has, you know, fallen in love with George, I I was beside myself. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. That it's come to this. I mean, what? He's completely hopeless. Surely there's something, there, George. Yeah. You would think there would be some, I mean, he's tried a lot of different stuff. That's right. And maybe there's things we haven't seen that he's tried in between the scenes that we did see. It didn't go well. None of them went well. Right, exactly. Right. So he's just decided to call it quits. But George, I never thought George was the guy to stop trying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that maybe that's the part that hurts the most. Right. Yeah, that would be the part yeah. that hurts the most. Yeah. 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 Oh. All right. Well, that's what Grace did. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but then, like you said, he has this, this heartfelt goodbye to his ships and bottles. Uh-huh. As he <laughs> right, right. calls some of them out by name. He does. His favorite ones, That's presumably. The Mushaloo. The Mushaloo. The Bonnie Ship, the Diamond. Sure. And then, of course, the Golden Hind. I, which I don't know, have any idea what that oh, is. That was Sir Walter Raleigh's ship. Oh. The Golden Hind. Uh-huh. Which I think, I just think is funny. If you're going to build one in a bottle, <laughs> it might as well be that one. Well, if you're going to name something anything, <laughs> call it the Golden Hind. Sure. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> you can kiss my golden eye. <laughs> That's right. Right? Looky here. <laughs> yeah. That's my message to you. <laughs> That's right. It's Fuck bra- you. I have brass balls and a golden eye. Kiss my golden eye. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> he wishes he could take all the ships and bottles with him, but... He doesn't mean that. No. He wants them to have a life beyond that's right. his, his own. That's right. Yeah. And that's what he tells them. He hopes that they find a good home. That's right. That they find their purpose. That's right. Which he feels like he didn't. That's find. what it's all about. Yeah. Right? For a man, this country. Right. You got to have a thing. You got to have a, a job, a purpose. A, I guess you do. Something to drive you forward, you know? Although, nah. <laughs> I'd be okay. I really do. That would not bother me in the slightest. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You wonder. <laughs> Like for a while, it's nice, right? Because I know, because I, you know, I have patches of time where I don't have a lot of work, you know, right, right, and it's fine for a while. But then after a while, I do start to get a little anxiety. I'm like, okay, I need something to do. You do, yeah, for but sure. But it's not because you got to pay bills. It's because you just need something to do. I don't know. If, it's not really something to do. It's like uh, purpose. Is yeah, it like I feel really? useless, kind of in a way. I feel, I feel like I'm not contributing. <sighs> yeah, we're all useless. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I embrace it. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% useless. Sure. To anyone. <laughs> for anything. Why can't I do nothing in exchange for that? <laughs> <laughs> 
You, I will be of no use to you. Find a way to let me do nothing. You don't even have to pay me to do this job. Right. I can do it from home. <laughs> exactly. I I see what you're saying. You yeah. do. Yeah, for I'm, sure. But I've always been a do-nothing guy. I'm happy to do nothing. Whatever, I am too. Whatever the plan is, let's cancel it. Right. That's what I always say. <laughs> I am too, but I guess it's up to... I guess I have a, 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 a threshold where I feel like okay, I guess now you I've do, done, yeah. I've done nothing too. I've done too much nothing, and I need something. I might have that threshold. I just yeah. haven't found it yet. Right, <laughs> and then you just need like a project, something to, to occupy your but mind. But I have millions of those. Yeah, I do too. You but know, I like, don't do any of them. Oh well, that's, that's the, the difference between yeah. you and me. Right. I'll do some. I'll do some hobbying around. Yeah. You know what I mean. I do for sure. And you'll just sit there <laughs> and be no. like, if only I could ideate with no. somebody. <laughs> No, I have lots of hobbies too, and things that I do, and yeah, I put around. Sure, with you do. Get on the video games, it's or not I enough. Huh? Play the piano, or you know, yeah. write a jingle, right. or whatever. I do well, lots of stuff. We all know you're not doing that. <laughs> when was the last fucking jingle? It's been ages. <laughs> PDB was the last one. Well, that's been ages. Oh come on! I mean, it was solid. And I had, I had, I have to say, I had one failed one since then. Well, that what I does gave that mean? Up on it. I, 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 I how how would you? It. You're like George. You just give it up too that's soon. That's right. Yeah, that's me. I give up too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Well, what was the jingle for? I, I don't. Why can't you talk <laughs> about it? It's dead. <laughs> this shit's dead. We can talk about it. This might be more fun than the jingle itself. That's true. Okay, fine. It was for uh, Suck at Dickopedia. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun that every time we had a Suck at Dickopedia entry, we'd play a little jingle to go along with it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Might you go back to the drawing board? I might, yeah. All right, great. So That's all this was supposed to be. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay. It's out there. I just was not happy with the way it had sort of turned out, and I just needed to walk away from it for a while. All right. You know what Let I mean? Let it so, breathe. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully I'll go back, have well, yeah. a version two. Go rustle that thing to the ground, man. Yeah. Get that thing so. done. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Waiting on jingles in here. <laughs> It was long, too. You wouldn't like it because it was long. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. hoping for a quick hitter here. <laughs> really hoping. Maybe you, maybe you start by knocking 10 seconds off of whatever you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would, be, that would probably help right off the bat. Great. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Not a platform for your jingle writing. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. This, you have a tendency to want to, you know. What? <laughs> what? I'll Say use, the words. I'll use the Romaville jingle as an example. You have a tendency to make these things a little more epic <laughs> than maybe they need to be. They're as long as they need to be. They're and not. Not a, not a millisecond longer. They're, they, they're epic expressions of your need to be appreciated. <laughs> and I don't care for them. <laughs> By and large. By and PDB large. is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke of genius. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, just as George has reached the end of his rope and, and it looks like he's just going to fall asleep and that's going to be the end of it, all of a sudden, phone out of rings. nowhere, the Boom. phone rings. Boom. Crazy. Saved by the bell. Yeah. Right? So, he goes over. As they say. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> he goes over. He answers it. And, hello. And there's this guy on the other end says, Mr. Levine? Right. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. And Drew says, no. He says, Mr. Arano, Mr. George Arano. Right. Now he's got the right guy. And so right away, George is like, I've done that. Yeah. Right. I get <laughs> right, it. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I understand. No big deal. I understand. <laughs> Rookie Call mistake. me whatever. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it is interesting that he asked for Levine. It and is. And he went to right? Arano. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. It's supernatural in some way. Yeah. It's right? very strange. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
unless we're just hearing sort of George's, I don't know if this is, it didn't seem expressionistic while we were watching it. It seemed realistic and not like we were watching George's. Yeah, no, I, I I believe what we were seeing was real time action. I think so too. For sure. So the caller then introduces himself. My name's J.C. Belinsky. Right, Belinsky. Belinsky. Yeah. Calling from Ultimate Property Sales. <laughs> weird. <laughs> What's weird. weird about that? Well, Ultimate. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Why is it weird? I mean, it's like the premiere, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> you want to work for the best. You don't want to go work for mediocre property sales. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? Yeah, Bestest is another company <laughs> that I like That's good. in terms of property sales. Pinnacle property sales, also good. Also very nice. Nice. Acme property sales, sure, also of course. good. Yep. Of course. Zenith property sales, Zenith, the other end of the spectrum. Right, of course. They're all great. I love it. <laughs> and Belinsky says, we currently have an opening in our sales force. We're looking for a good man to join our dedicated team of sales professionals. What do you think? Right. And then, and then there's nothing, just no reaction nothing. from George. Not kind of like half. He's like he's stumbly. And yeah, he's like looking at the phone. Check, he's like he's in and getting, out. Yeah, exactly. He's getting all hazed. So the caller's like, "Hello." Yeah, right. And then George says, "Oh, what, what you mean me? Are you talking to me?" Right. <laughs> the caller says, "Yeah, you. Well, you, you do have experience selling real estate." And George says, uh, "Yes, th- maybe this isn't the best time." Right. I'm. I think I may have just committed suicide. Yeah. And he stops a little short. He sure does. Say the whole thing. Yeah. But we know what he's going to say. Right. But the caller jumps in before he can finish uh-huh. and explains that the vice comp- the vice president's in from Arizona, interviewing people for 24 hours. They want to bring him in for an interview. Right. Very very uh, similar to the the pitch We've that they usually bring. We've heard a similar spiel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Right. <laughs> and George, George also finds it interesting and... He says, is this some kind of a joke? Right. And the caller's like, no, sir. There's too much that's it's fishy about it. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a sales yeah, call. Totally. Almost, right? Totally. So the caller says, no, sir. The boss asked me specifically to call you. And so George asked him, you talk to him about me? Yeah, right. Right. And the caller says, no. Well, what do you mean? Did I talk to him about this? And George says, yeah, we just talking about this or we speaking sure, about it. Sure, sure. He always gets caught in this loop, George does. (laughs) He just wants to be sure. He needs to be certain. Yeah, whether it's talking or speaking. That's true. (laughs) Clark says, yeah, we're just speaking about it. George says, speaking about it is an idea. An idea. Yes. We're not actually talking about it. We're not talking about it. The caller says, no. George says, talking about it as as a job offer. And Belinsky's like, as a job job offer? No. No. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very Shelly. In yeah, that moment. Yeah, 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 definitely. And George is, is now completely confused. He has no idea what's going on. So, so all this, you didn't actually call me. You're not actually, I'm not actually talking to you. I'm actually hallucinating this conversation because of all the drugs and the drinking I did. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So again, is this happening? Is it George's imagination or what? But the caller no, clears it up. It's just so spooky. Right. And it, it, it can't be real to George. Right, yeah. It's, it's got to be the drugs. The timing and all that stuff, right. it just seems weird. right. But Belinsky's like, not actually, no. Right. So George says, I'm not hallucinating. And the guy says, well, what did I say? <laughs> and George says, what did you say? Yeah. It's another loop he finds himself caught in. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. And the Belinsky says, I said, not actually. We are actually talking. Right. And George says, we are because this is getting very confusing. It is. And it, it is getting I confusing. I was confused. Were you really? For yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 
it is a bit of a uh, circular dialogue yeah, thing there. It goes around a bit. It does. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. It does. Uh, and the caller says, "Look, just listen for a second. We're really interested to have you join our sales team. I think you'd be a good fit." And then George finally kind of snaps back. He's like, "You're actually talking about this." And the caller says, "That's right. What time would be a good time for you to come in for an interview? Say tonight at eight. Tomorrow, tomorrow at, 10. at ten. Right. Also sounds very salesy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. It's super weird. <laughs> what What's going on? I don't know." So George says, you're going to give me a job? And the guy says, have I said that? And George says, are you? And he says, did I say that? <laughs> did I say that? And George said, did you talk to your VP of sales? And the guy says, what did I say? George says, what did he say? Will somebody please <laughs> answer a question? Answer a question. <laughs> give a straight answer. What some did, straightforward something. What did he say? He'd hire He'd you. He'd hire you. Hey, now. Interesting. Yeah. Hold on. That's right. Now there's a real sort of, not a firm offer on the table right but there's something there and larger term is this something to live for that's right right exactly yeah he now maybe has found a purpose a new thing to do stay focused on that's right yeah this is important could be yeah could be it could be i don't trust these fellas though what which fellas these fellas over here at ultimate properties Properties or whatever the (laughs) fuck this is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't trust him. You don't think ultimate property like sales him, is, a, is a is a legitimate thing? I don't. Oh, interesting. I mean, I just don't trust him yet. Okay, gotcha. Well, why does it sound like a sales pitch? That's that's the th- that's the big question I right? have. Like, it does sound and very who's head hunting George Arano? <laughs> He's fucked on the board. <laughs> what? Why are they calling him? I don't know. That's huh. a good question. It's all these are all fishy things. Yeah, for sure. What's going on? <laughs> We don't know. I gotta, we got to know. We got to hurry up. <laughs> I got to know more. Well, Grace is just doling there, this out in little bits. Are there so. Roma clones? <laughs> it, is, George, is George getting fucked with? <laughs> is he getting gaslit here? What's going on? <laughs> I can't take it. I know. It's stressful. It is. But, you know. It is. We, you're just going to have to wait. That's all I can tell you. How, how, what? All right. All right. We, I mean. Fine. <laughs> fine. Grace can only turn these things out once a week. This well, is... that's unacceptable. <laughs> She's artificial intelligence. She's a mall kiosk computer. <laughs> what do you want out of the woman? Okay, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. yeah, okay. You're doing great, Grace. <laughs> well done. So George, uh, the, the, the guy, Belinsky, tells George to come by their office tonight at 9, and he gives him the address, 48 Mott Street. Mott Street. Yeah. Does that have any significance to you? It does. Does it ring a bell to you? No. No? Nah. Okay. I think. Okay. I'm not 100% on this, but I think that's the address of Rebecca Pigeon's character's apartment in uh, The Spanish Prisoner. She says- Now it rings a bell. 48 Mott Street, above a bakery. Above the the Sunshine Sunshine Bakery. bakery, Isn't that just like me? Right. Right. Exactly. I think it's 48 Mott Street where she lived. Okay. Um, I okay. Don't, I don't know if that's a clue of any sort. I don't either. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it, it rang a bell for me. Uh, it's and that's the first thing I thought of was her saying, looking up with her big brown eyes at, at what's his name and saying for 48 sure. Mott Street for sure with that very uh, deliberate um, pronunciation that she does for sure. Forty eight Mott Street. Forty eight Mott Street above a bakery. There it is. Is that right? Is it, is that what it is? 
It's, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's I mean, a real place though, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a busy thoroughfare that runs north-south in New York City in the borough of Manhattan, regarded as Chinatown's unofficial Main Street. Oh, okay. So. There you go. Very well could be, you know, that what she's, where she lives. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. There you go. There you have it. Mott Street runs from Bleecker in the north to Chatham. Chatham, yeah. Chatham mm-hmm. Square in the south. Okay. It's a one-way street with southbound running vehicular traffic only. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like some southbound only vehicular traffic. <laughs> Get your blood pumping. <laughs> so now George is is very interested. Uh-huh. And we see him feeling more energized by this. And he's, he's like, oh, oh Okay. And he says, uh, I just have to, you know, it just depends on how quickly I can get my stomach pumped. Right. Weird. Why? Super weird. Why is that weird? Right? How What's quick. weird about <laughs> How quick I can get my stomach pumped. Well, he's going to need to get it done quick. Yeah, because no, he's, it's a stat situation yeah, over that's there. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have to get himself to the hospital right away. Yeah. Unless there's like a Glenister type guy who comes over your house and does a quick, has a pocket stomach pumpkin kit <laughs> on him or something. You know what I mean? But I think that's a long shot. I think he's going pocket stomach pumping kit. Yeah, that's what you just said. <laughs> that's right. How do you fit that in your pocket? <laughs> Have you seen my pockets? <laughs> gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> Man, I clean it after each use. You do? Yeah. yeah. You have to. With what, <laughs> Bill? With what? <laughs> you know, solvents. <laughs> Sure. 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 Bromine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. It takes all the goo right off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keeps it smelling nice. The whole smelling thing. real nice. <laughs> Some Krypton cream. You just rub it right on there. It's odorless, <laughs> tasteless, perfect. Krypton cream is what Lex <laughs> Luthor should have developed and just offered Superman a massage. <laughs> How 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 easy is that? That's really easy. Krypton cream. That's right. You're never going to see that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a little green, but you could just say it's aloe. Well, right. Jojo ba. <laughs> well, if he had had Miss Tessmacher, yeah, give him a, a massage. Miss like, Tessmacher. That's right. Come lay on the table. Yeah. Well, you you must be really your muscles must be sore from all that flying around. <laughs> you know, get you all loosened. Oh, you think Miss Tessmacher is a little more appealing yeah, for massage giving? That's right. Then Lex Luthor. Then, then you're probably right. You about know what that. I mean? Yeah, yeah. She she tells you lay on the table, take off your cape, sure. that kind of thing. Yeah. And then she rubs in Krypton cream. Well, yeah. Next thing you know, well, way better than putting it around your neck with right. chain <laughs> in in a pool, giant necklace in a subterraneous giant pool. Necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Krypton cream. <laughs> or, and even better than making a giant Krypton spear like Batman did in that <laughs> dumb movie with the with the Batman and Superman yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a big Krypton spear. Boy, that was dumb. That was <laughs> Super dumb. <laughs> Tough one to sit through. It was. Really was. It really was. It really was. Ugh. I haven't seen the one that came after that where like all with all the superheroes, the Justice League. It's just as tough to sit through. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's what they should have called it. Justice tough to sit through. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. It's tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know why they make them so dreary. The, the only movie in that series that I liked was Man of Steel. I right. thought yeah, that I was really good. That yeah. That's the one with Michael Shannon plays General That's Zod. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a badass. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good in it. Yeah. 
And we get a little Russell Crowe as Kal El. That's, That's really right. great. Yeah, yeah. And isn't Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner is human dad. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. He has a couple of great like don't worry about it, son speeches, right. you know. They're fuck they're fan fucking tastic. And I like that guy as Superman. I think he's really good. Yeah, Superman is good. Yeah. Agreed. They just make him so dreary. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but the movies are so dreary. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> well, I think the Marvel movies are so bright. Yes. And so comedic and exactly. so light that they felt like they had to do something different. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. <laughs> they didn't and they don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're also green screeny. It's like, you uh, know, there's they're like, like poorly drawn. Yeah. In at moments, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't either. I don't like those movies. I wish I did. I want to. Like every time I start one of those, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the one that turns it around. I like the DC universe of superheroes. I really do. They Me just too. can't seem to make a good movie. I know. I love The Flash. He's one of my favorite sure. superheroes of great. all time. Yeah, yeah, great. Like that's crazy. That's like I have on my side like Daredevil is like one of my favorite oh, there you go. superheroes okay. of all time. Cool. And uh yeah, and at least they did him justice with a Netflix show that was worth a damn. Right, right. Yeah. I would prefer to watch the the old Justice League cartoon. Remember from the 1970s. Meanwhile, that's right. <laughs> Casey Kasem as Robin and all that stuff. Of course, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I loved that show. I know. I did I too. loved it. The the Wonder Twin powers, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the Legion of Doom. Right. Yes. Right. That's right. And you had the Legion of Doom. Yeah. And you had a million bad guys in there. You had that's a million right. ba- superheroes. It was great. Yeah. Hawkman. Scuba guy. Yeah. Aquaman. Remember Scuba guy? <laughs> and Lex was like, come to order. What? <laughs> you guys all settle down now. <laughs> and they were all like being yeah, evil be, yeah, yeah. about everything. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the superheroes were real organized and like yeah. you know calm and quiet. Sure, and the bad guys were all like rah 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 yeah, rah yeah. rah <laughs> rah <laughs> rah rah <laughs> rah. It's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> at the halls of justice, I wish we had that guy for these scenes. That'd be, maybe he could intern for us. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's that cartoon was the shit. It was uh, terrible, but great. Probably the most justice done to that, no pun intended, huh. to that series of characters yeah. <laughs> that anyone's done since before or since. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Anyway, where were we? We were at the end of that thing. So that thing is over. That thing is over. Done. Now we're just at supplication. Supplication? Yeah. That was one of the 36 <laughs> dr- dramatic situations. <laughs> and I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about supplication. Okay. Let's. And how it relates to Glengarry. I'm kidding. All right. Oh. Can you imagine if we did a podcast like that? Oh, that would be fun. Take <laughs> the 36. Let's break down the 36 and see how, how many of them apply. Wow. Many of them do. Fewer than 36 people would listen to that. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> That's at Bill Weingarten. <laughs> at Bill Weingarten. Yeah. 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 Daring Enterprise is one of the situations. There you and go. And that certainly that covers a lot of evidence in Glengarry. For sure. Right? Shelley bribing get, uh, bribing uh, Williams. Oh, sure. You're going to reference the actual film. I'm sure. saying you get Shelley in a turtleneck, <laughs> blacked out his face. That's a fucking daring That's, enterprise. That is it. Even right? yeah, Moss, you know, setting just having this whole idea to steal the leads. That's right. Daring enterprise. That's right. Pitching it to George is a daring enterprise. That's right. It's tons of stuff. So many daring enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. There's the vengeance one too, like at the end when uh, Williamson decides to tell Shelly, fuck you, instead right. of letting him off the hook. Right. That's vengeance, right? Right. <sighs> yeah. 
It's full of them. It's, it's full of all these. Mammoth hits all these. Maybe that's the thing. Get as many of these 36 in your thing as you can. So jam them in and there. And people right. will love it. <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> it works. Yeah. Or is it the opposite? You pick like one. Like in a play, I would think you'd pick one and you kind of like... you pick one overall one. Right. But and if you then, can throw in yeah. five or six of the other ones... That's right. Like a mini muffin. That's just, <laughs> Throw, toss them in Cause there. Because you're going to have varying scenes. Because you're going to be hungry throughout the day. You just want a little <laughs> snack. <laughs> right? That's right. You grab a handful of almonds. That's right. Just throw those in too. Yeah. But you have an overarching theme. Right. One of these. It could be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. If I, it was big enough. I yeah. think it totally is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Those are really cool. I like those a lot. Yeah. You should go back and look through them. I have a, I'm having a grand time. I have a book at home called Plato. <laughs> you ever hear this? No. Uh-uh. It's from, I don't remember what decade it's from, but it's from the... 1930s or 40s maybe 50s i don't know but some guy did something similar to this but he made this really thick book that has these different sections uh of elements of plot and you kind of like just mix and match them together to create a story oh yeah wow yeah and it's it's crazy like you 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 have to read the first like quarter of the book to understand the other three quarters Uh because of how like how it's organized and what all this stuff means sure but you know, once once you kind of master it, I think you you could easily like the guy who wrote it churned out like a thousand novels, right? Because that was what he did. You right. know, he just like came right. up with plots like off the top of his head and just write a novel about it and then go on to the next one, right? Not to say that they were any good, sure. But he was able to just churn them out and people would you know would publish them and he'd get money, yeah. So he he was keeping this book all along as he went along and and kind of organized all his different plots, right? So. It's almost like building a sentence. So you take like an ob- a predicate and then you know a subject, right. a predicate and exactly. an object, and you put them together, and there's your plot. Yeah. So um, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. People are always trying to deconstruct story. Oh, absolutely. And break it down so that they can build a bunch of different ones in an easy yeah. way. There's a million different like the 22 steps to write a good story. Right. Yeah. The 17 yeah. you know essential parts of a story. Yeah, whatever. it's crazy. Yeah. But you know, if it works for you, that's right. God damn it. God. Damn. Throw all 36 in if you got the time. I agree. You know? I like these. Yeah. They're fun. They're great. Yeah. All right. Murderous adultery. That's fun. <laughs> That's a double whammy, That would right? be your fatal attractions, yes? Yes. Right? That was murderous adultery. Your sort of Shawshank Redemption sort of starts out with a murderous adultery. Why, although it's not, yes, it does. You know? Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, there's lots of them. Yeah. I guess there are. Sure. Throw it in there. <laughs> Murderous adultery. <laughs> and that's a double whammy because you got adultery and murder. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Adulterous murder. Hamlet. Sure. I guess. Was any, did he murder the old king? Sure. I don't know. Certainly attempted. There were attempted murders all over that thing. Yeah, there's lots of murders sure. and there's adultery, I guess. Is there adultery? Did Gertrude have adultery with uh, what's his face, or what did he? For just sure, die? for sure, <laughs> there was totally adultery. Probably, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. That's what he. That's what he wrote. That's what yeah. the overarching theme in all of Shakespeare. Yeah, is in adultery. Othello. Othello thinks that the that Desdemona is that's cheating right. on him. The illusion of impropriety. Right. Yes, leads to murder. That's right. So much fun. So great. <laughs> It's like really great. It is really great. It's super great. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. You got anything else you want to talk about? I don't. I don't either. You don't? No. That's it? I don't have a goddamn thing. Does that, does that mean we're going home? I think we're going to go home now. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. 
and continue to do so if it's something that you enjoy. I thought we were going home. I was just wrapping it up. Well, now you just made it harder to go home. Why? Well, what is, what was that? That was a wrap-up. Continue listening if it's something you enjoy? Yeah. And let me tell you 10 other things you already do, just as a matter of course, because that's how things work. <laughs> what, what the fuck? You know. Continue to take one step at a time. <laughs> Everyone out there in listening land. With your legs. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go back to the Hall of Justice? No, we no? can. No, we could. We I can, mean, we could go home. Can we go back to we the can, Hall of Justice we, though? Because then we could instead of going home, we could go to the Hall of Justice. Oh, we could just go there. Yeah, like play billiards. See what Gleek is up to. That's right. Great. <laughs> okay, I'm in. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it. What would? David